The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Interesting people, relatable stories, relevant, topical. This is 630 Chad Afternoons with Jaylen Nye. It is 2.05, and uh, we start this Thursday afternoon. As you know, we're broadcasting live from the 21st edition of the Chorus Radiothon presented by Great Canadian Roofing and Exteriors. Uh, we are right, uh, you know, kind of in the food court area at the Stollery, surrounded by people. You can probably hear the buzz here, and there's a buzz here every year when we do this, and it's been an honor to be a part of this Radiothon for so many years 24 million dollars wrap your head around that 24 million dollars in 20 years thanks to you thanks to you who are listening right now or who are watching on global television whether it was at noon or or last night thank you thank you our goal this year is 1.5 million dollars and if you're thinking okay jay okay Chedville. You you want to know how you can donate. It is really easy. easy. All you have to do is you can check out StollaryKids.com. You can call 780-407-KIDS. You can text Stollery to 45678 to make a $10, $20, or $25 donation. The phones are quiet back there right now, aren't they? Yeah, a little. Tell them. Tell them to ring the phones. <laughs> Those are some of our phone operators just waiting for you to uh, make a call this afternoon. So please do. You can get a hold of me anytime at 780-496-0063 is the text line. And uh, I'd like to introduce you to our first guest this afternoon. And it is uh, Larissa and Amori. Amori, yeah. Close, right. yes. And Mia. Hi, Mia. Hi. How you doing? Good. What's your sister's name? Kaylee. And how old is Kaylee? Five, six. Six years old. And how old are you? Seven. You are seven years old. Now, um, we're here, and we're going to talk about your sister today, okay? Okay. All righty. So, Mom, so Larissa, tell us a little bit about uh, about Kaylee. It's been, uh, it's been a... Um, a tough six years, hasn't it? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, Kaylee, yeah, she just turned six. And at nine months old, she had gotten sick. And she was a typical nine-month-old, crawling, eating, talking. And as she got sick, it just sort of progressed. And then just came on at nine months of age? Yes. It started out with bronchitis. Yeah. And sort of evolved towards like pneumonia and she caught like multiple viruses and those viruses attacked her brain, damaging her motor skills. Oh my gosh. So now we are... (laughs) So you were in what, Pinoca at the time? Yes. You were in Pinoca and then so what, rushed to hospital in Red Deer? Red Deer. We were there for a night. Yes. A couple nights. And then we came to Stollery. Stollery, that's when things kind of turned for the worse. She was suffering seizures that she didn't have before, and she was needing the constant EEG machine. And Stollery wasn't able to provide that at that time. So we got sent to Alberta Children's Hospital. So give me give me an idea though, mom and dad. I mean, your your baby should born perfectly healthy, nine months old. Things have been going along tickety boo, and then this happens. Dad, that must have been terrifying for you. 
Well, I guess it's still. It still it's, is. Still it is. Yeah, and I guess just going day by day now. Yeah. And um, yeah, I guess I just uh, try not to think what it was, but what is uh, what it is right now and how it can be in the future. Right? Yeah. So Larissa, so when um, when uh, when Kaylee was taken to Alberta Children's Hospital, what happened there? There was more of a virus, and they found that it was damaging motor skills. You, it, it, it was getting worse. Yes, they actually had to put her in um, a self-induced coma to stop the seizures. And once they were able to get the image in, they had basically told us, you know, you got to make the decision. This is it. Oh my gosh! And we we were caught by surprise because we weren't even expecting this. And after two weeks of being there, she finally had woken up. Her seizures were somewhat manageable, and we didn't need the constant EEG anymore so I requested well let's go back to Stollery because it's a lot closer to home. So went back to the Stollery and was <laughs> at the Stollery for four months? Yes so the Stollery when we came back that's when it kind of all fell together we figured out what was wrong what we needed to do um, that's actually when she got her g-tube fundo put in and then basically how to live with with this happening. So when I look at, uh, you know, the list in front of me and it says the medical conditions and diagnoses, it's post-infection and soft puff encephalopathy, close. Encephalopathy. Thank you. Global developmental delay, seizure disorder, movement disorder, BiPAP dependent, oxygen 24-7. Um, so you're now, you're now wrapping your mind around this new world when it comes to, to your baby girl. And um, this is completely new territory for you. Tell us about the process of, of learning about what was going on and then how to care for your daughter. Oh, for sure. So initially, the first three years, she was doing great. Like, of course, she had the seizure disorder, G-tube. She was on a bunch of medication, but she wasn't quite needing the oxygen until she hit that four age, year four. And then that's when... We kind of kept going in stages. So the first three years, once we got a handle of what it was, what we needed to do, we were just kind of going with it. Yeah. And then, boom, we were having more admissions. She was needing more oxygen. And the actually admissions were taking longer because yeah. she wasn't able to get off the oxygen as yeah. quickly. And then... 150 admissions to hospital. Yes. 150 times in the hospital. I mean, this... Um, second home almost. Oh, for sure, yes. Um, so when I when I see Kaylee right now, she's on oxygen. She's in a in a chair. How yes. long has she, has she always been in a chair? Was she mobile at um, one point? She was actually before she turned two. Okay. We were part of um, a program at the Glen Rose, uh -huh. and. In that program, she was up and able to get into a walker. Wow. And she took, yeah. I say, maybe four or five steps. What a day that must have been for because you. Because she was so mad about it. <laughs> That's why she took the steps. She didn't want any part of it, but she did it. Do you remember that day? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And what, that must have been something else for you to see. 
sad. Yeah, yeah, it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. Uh, but that was that was the time. Yeah, and unfortunately, as she got older, yeah. things kind of progressed, and we are now in the wheelchair. Um, she's not able to stand up anymore like she did, and we're kind of just, you know, fully. She's fully dependent upon us now. Can she communicate with you? Oh, for sure. Yeah. How does she? Tell us how she communicates with you. She uses her eyes a lot. Yes. She's very expressive. Mm. If she's angry about something or if she's, like, amazed. If she's watching a show, yeah. she'll, like, show with her eyes. Yeah. Or she'll use her arms. She swings her arms a lot. If we're, say, we're suctioning her mm-hmm. or doing something with the mask, she'll cross her arms in front of her face. Like, no. <laughs> I don't want to do that. And she knows, knows no too. She'll shake her head no for what does anything. What does Kaylee like? She likes music. She likes music. What kind of music? Um, anything really. More, more um, happy music. Yeah. Um, even when she's sleeping, we'll yeah. keep lullabies on for her. I see she has a couple of stuffies there. Yes. She likes her stuffies too. She she'll um, just Feels the feel them. of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, like most children do, uh-huh. right? And she like she shows me too when she doesn't like it, she opens it, opens her hand. Like mm. no, she doesn't want any part of it. But if she's comfortable with it, she'll she'll grasp. It is uh, 2.14 as we broadcast from the Chorus Radiothon this afternoon. We're talking with Larissa, Larissa and Omri and uh, Mia. Mia is joining us this afternoon as well. We're talking about uh, six-year-old Kaylee and about her time that she has spent here at the Stollery Children's Hospital. We'll take a break here. When we come back, want to know about where we are now in 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 uh, in Kaylee's story. I also want to know what the Stollery has done for you. We hear so many things about how they rally around to make sure that they take good care of you as well. And I know the assist team has been a big part of your world as well. Want to find out more. <laughs> about that when we come back as we broadcast live from the Chorus 630 Radiothon. 6.30 Chad, live from the Chorus Radiothon in support of the Stollery Children's Hospital Foundation. Yes, we're broadcasting live. It's the Chorus Radiothon, the 21st year. $24 million raised over the past 24 years, uh, or the past 20 years, rather, and we're uh, hoping to raise uh, $1.5 million this afternoon. The numbers, 780-407-KIDS, and this afternoon, talking with Larissa and Amari and uh, Mia is joining us as well. And we're talking about six-year-old Kaylee, who, um, you know, at nine months of age, she got sick and... And, you know, was a normal, healthy baby up until that point. And then since then, uh, this virus that uh, got that got in has caused numerous, numerous conditions. And, and now, um, Kaylee is in a wheelchair. She's on oxygen all the time. She has the tubes put in to feed as, as well. The family's moved to Edmonton. I'm guessing that was just easier, given how much time you were spending at the hospital. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um... Tell me about the assist team and how that's been a part of your world. The assist came in early on, just briefly, at nine months when we had the big talk about where we're going. And when things started looking up, they kind of hovered in the background. And then two years ago, Kaylee's seizures progressed, so they came back in. And they are the ones who helped us with the CBD oil. Okay. And so now that's a big part of her uh, 
seizure management care. And just recently, last year, they also stepped in again. We had a big, long admission last year, and we got discharged in March, okay. but under palliative care. So the assist team helped us with the whole process of that and the transportation from hospital to home because uh-huh. she was needed an ambulance and now they're just also helping us with like pain management and comfort management yes. from home so going to palli- palliative care into from from that step when you go from um you know taking taking care doing it all and now that you you've moved into this area um was was that a, a specific choice to be made? Um, I think it was more aimed because we wanted to go home. Yeah. We wanted to go home, and if they were already thinking, I think this is what Kaylee's going to do. Yeah. Um, I wanted her to live her life and not home. not in the hospital. I mean, we love the hospital. We love Stollery, but yes. if we were thinking this was close to, to it then we wanted to live her life at home. So the goal right now, as you said, is comfort care. You're keeping her home comfortable, home visits from the assist team as well as her, her pediatrician. So um, it's always difficult to ask this question, but it's going to be part of my job this afternoon to do that. So what does Kaylee's future look like at this point? Um, honestly, we do not know. <laughs> She's uncharted she's, territory for everyone. Yeah, she's surprising us every wow. single day. And to be honest, we're planning for her to go to school in September. Okay. So right now she's in a, in a home program yes. for school. And we're looking at options to actually get her out into a school. So what does that look like? What is the process to do that right now? It's still beginning stages, yeah, so okay. I'm still <laughs> trying to figure that out. Yeah. But as long as she can tolerate even like an hour out of the day, yeah, then that's what we're going to go for. Even if it's like once a week. Mm-hmm. Just... Little by little. So how has it been with uh, with your other two children, with, with 13-year-old Seth and with uh, 7-year-old uh, Mia? Um, I mean, what a... What, um, you, you've got a lot... You're juggling a lot there. And um, explaining, taking care of, time, all of that. Mm-hmm. What has it been like for them? I think it's been hard. Um, definitely, but... From what I can see, they, from what I understand, they understand yes. Kaylee's condition. They know what she needs. They know how much work she is. Yeah. If, if they need me and I'm, like, actually busy with Kaylee, they'll understand, mm-hmm. wait until I'm done. But it's it's been a, a challenge for them to, to continue with, like, schooling, yeah. and especially with the move to Edmonton. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they're... They're doing good because they're giving me the impression that they are. Yeah. Uh, Mia, what do you like to do with your sister? Do you sing to your sister? Uh, sometimes read books to her. What's your favorite book to read to your sister? Do you have uh, one? No. No? What about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I don't think I know that No? One. What about, isn't there one, uh, like the farting dog? What about that one? No? No, not that one either. But you read to your sister? 
Nice. I can hear her being sung. She's uh, singing to right now as well. But you were saying that she loves the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. she does. Um, when we talk about the Stollery, oftentimes we hear about the support that it provides not just to the patient, not just to the patient, but to the family as well. Can you tell us about that, how they've been there for you, not just taking care of her, but taking care of you as well? Every time Kaylee comes into a hospital, it always feels so comfortable. I mean, aside from the whole uh, emergent uh, trip in. Yes. Everybody usually will know us. Yeah. So it's nice to have a friendly face come up and ask us how we are and if we need anything or even just a social worker coming in in emergency to give us something like if we're going to be there long they'll yeah. give us a little package like <laughs> to keep us busy or yeah. comfortable and even just child life. Child life on the floors even in, in emergency they're very attentive. Yeah. It's a really special place, isn't it? Yes. Makes you feel at home. Which is, you know, as much as that's not wanting to be at home. Dad, you're the quiet one, aren't you? Well, no, she actually (laughs) tells everything better than me, that's for sure. But uh, when it comes to the stall area, I would say uh, it was a big part of... uh, the process to understand what was going going on with Kaylee, because uh, in the beginning uh, we didn't know what was going on, what was happening, and in my case, I, w- I would say uh, I always thought I was the strong one. I was the one that I was supposed to take care of everybody. Uh, it was like it hit me. It hit me, uh, made me humble, and uh, realized that there's some things uh, that we can't control in life. And the story actually helped us to understand, like I said, uh, what was going on with her. Uh, what was going to be our life from, from that point and on. And uh, start from there, from, from scratch. And uh, we've been learning. I think she has actually learned and showed me uh, the strong part uh, of her uh, since she got sick. And, yeah, she's, she's been doing amazing, both, both of them. And when it comes to my kids, I think they, they actually took it better than us because she was, at the time, she was two, I think, mm-hmm. year and a half, two. Uh, my son was like a really, really uh, support for us because he was at the time uh, taking care pretty much of my yeah. my, my middle one, uh, yeah. Mia. Uh, she, he was doing a lot, of, a lot of for us. At one point, I think we were depressed. Uh, we, yeah, we went to a dark place at the moment. And like I said, uh, talking, there, there, there's been a few people around in Calgary here at the Stollery. Uh, yeah, Red Deer, Panoka, I could call them maybe angels yes. everywhere that could mm-hmm. help us and take us out of that uh, dark spot we were at the moment. So angels everywhere. We yeah. hear that uh, yes. often down here. What have you learned about? What have you learned about your daughter through all of this? Um, I learned she's very strong. <laughs> she's very strong and resilient, and she's got a huge attitude (laughs) and I love it (laughs) what do you want before we wrap things up here this afternoon and again thank you so much for sharing for sharing your story and and Kaylee's uh, story what do you want people listening right now to know about the Stollery and what they have done what this hospital has done for you the people here what they've done for you and and why they should pick up the phone and and, uh, make a donation well I think Everybody needs to know a Stollery isn't just a hospital. It's it's a place that makes 
families come together and being able to live their life as fully as they can, even if they are admitted. And, you know, every ounce of whatever can can really increase that chance with another family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing. It's been, a, it's been a pleasure to meet you all. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Thank you for having us. All right. So that is, again, Larissa and Amory, as long as well as uh, Mia and Seth hiding out over there. He doesn't want anything to do with this interview this <laughs> afternoon. But thank you so much. Uh, telling the story of their daughter, Kaylee, who's over there right now looking at a postcard of the therapy dog, Kara, uh, who's been around uh, a little bit. Oh, he's right there. Oh, he came back to say hi again. Does she like dogs? Um, not sure yet? Not sure yet. We'll see. <laughs>